0: For me, I, I never wanted to have to give up the things that I love because I know if I did, it's just not gonna work for me. If I'm not enjoying what I'm eating, I'm gonna throw in the towel and I'm gonna be at the closest fast food window. My, my largest loss, 55 pounds. 55 wow. pounds,
1: she doesn't like vegetables, she can't eat eggs. Hello everyone. Welcome to the WW presents podcast. I'm coach Emily
2: and I'm coach Kelly.
1: We are so glad that we are together today. I'm so excited about this podcast. Um, we actually, we have a guest that I have been following on Instagram since I started my own WW journey in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was one of the very first fellows I ever, I ever followed from like a WW standpoint,
0: we have Kate,
1: Kate from Me Skinny. Hi, Kate. Hi guys. How's it going? Oh, I'm doing so good.
0: I'm excited. excited. Thanks for asking me.
1: Of course. Um, I, I'm really excited to hear about what goes on like behind the scenes when you're thinking of all these amazing recipes. And like I shared with you before, um, you, you were one of my first WW follows, but also my dad who has lost 60 pounds with WW, you are his, you are his favorite. He is constantly sending me drizzle me skinny recipes, um, different bubble ups, different donuts, different muffins. So you are a favorite of many, many WW members.
0: Oh, thank you. I love hearing that. It's it's truly humbling and, and rewarding for everything I do really when I hear stuff like that. So thanks for sharing. Oh yeah. And tell him I said, and like that. I was sharing,
2: I was sharing earlier with you, Kate, that um, when I first came across you, like, I'm not a very confident cook and, you know, food bloggers kind of like make me nervous. Cause there's always so many things, you know, like there's so many ingredients. And I remember when I came across, your website, I noticed, like I was just telling you, there was like an abundance of sprinkles and everything. And I was like, okay, I think I finally found the food blogger for me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Must include sprinkles. Yes. That's actually (laughs) a great name for a blog. There we go. Don't nobody,
1: nobody take that. That's Kate's next, uh, next venture (laughs) must include sprinkles. Yes. Um, and also all the drizzle, like I remember learning about how you, um, like melt down your chocolate to drizzle or you do, is it the marshmallow drizzle you do too on your bananas? Is that something Peanut that you butter.
0: Do? Well, the marshmallow doesn't really drizzle, but peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter as <laughs> well. I, I, you know, and it was just a fluke one day I was like, Oh, I want a banana, but like, I want it sweet. So I melted down a tiny little piece but I mean, small of uh, dark chocolate and it melts so good. And yeah, I just drizzled it. I'm like, okay, this tastes good, but it actually looks pretty. And that's, and I just started drizzling chocolate on everything. And that's hence where my name, I'm like, okay, my name has to have drizzle
1: in drizzled. <laughs> totally. Is that something that you've always like, have you always eaten with your eyes before you eat with your mouth kind of thing? No, no, no,
0: to be honest. No. Um, and that was just kind of the change that I made when I, cause I've been a, I've been a lifetime Weight Watcher member well before my blog, um, probably, Oh God, like, 25 years. Um, and it was 2014 was when I, uh, restarted again. Mm-hmm. And it was that it was then that I was like, okay, if I'm going to, cause it had been 11 years of just constant back and forth, back and forth. And I said, okay, if I'm going to do this right, this time, I need to, I need to do something with just my eating and like, And it was Instagram really that helped with that because I'm like, okay, well, I want to make my food look pretty and I want people to like my photos. And that's where it all started. I was just because of Instagram and like sharing your food. Yeah. I wanted it to look pretty. And that's where the drizzle and the sprinkles all kind of came into play.
1: I think it's really interesting too, that you, I mean, you share your, not only these amazing recipes, but then in your story, sometimes you, you share your meals that you're eating, you know, like, and you eat just like any other WW member but you're kind of picky with the foods you eat, aren't you?
0: Oh yes. I'm like as picky as they come <laughs> and, I, and I, and I don't hide that. I I've never liked vegetables, um, from as, you know, as long as I can remember, I am not a vegetable fan at all. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm very picky, very picky with my food. So you, you know, what? a lot of people are, and I get a lot of people that reach out and say like, thank you for saying this because I'm so picky too. And, and that's why I think a lot of people like recipes they're simple they're not you know I'll, I'll do some that i'll go a little more extravagant but people can always make you know substitutions so yeah they're very simple recipes with simple ingredients
1: yeah and it's it's like a lot of the foods that are kind of these ww staples that you don't like right like is it I, i'm i'm just going off memory here but it's like beans and eggs are those two things that are on your well, eggs i
0: actually have a slight sensitivity to okay so i i don't like i love egg whites like absolutely love them it's the yolk i don't like but yeah, I have to be careful because yeah, I have a slight sensitivity. But um, yeah, beans, vegetables.
1: vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: that's you know what that's great though because you're just being this example and you've lost. How much weight have you lost, Kate? Uh, I mean, all seven done. I've, I've I've obviously I've unfortunately had the COVID gain. Hey, so you know what?
1: You are not alone in the COVID gain, but know, like you've I been know. very successful on this program.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the most like my my largest loss. 55
1: pounds, 55 pounds. She doesn't like vegetables. She can't eat eggs. She doesn't like Sprinkles on
0: everything,
1: everything. chocolate drizzled on everything. So we can, you're winning here.
2: (laughs) So I know we've been talking about how you're a picky eater. Um, and I'm curious to know what your relationship with food was like before joining WW. So were you always someone who cooked? Um, is this something you did after you joined WW? And was it hard for you to transition your meals to be more WW-friendly?
0: Yeah, no, I actually was not a cook at all, um, and I, to this day, I still don't consider myself much of a cook. Funny enough, but um, it was a lot of frozen meals, a lot of takeout, a lot of things that you know I should have been eating. Um, but it actually wasn't a hard transition at all. Um, That that's the great thing about Weight Watchers is because it is like everyday things that you have in your fridge and your pantry that you're eating. Um, So yeah, it it, it wasn't a hard transition and, but it was a welcoming one because my body was obviously getting sick of those, you know, frozen meals and those takeout meals. And just, I I just welcomed that change of eating better.
1: So beyond, beyond the weight loss though, like what differences did you see in yourself when you transitioned from, you know, eating a lot of takeout, eating a lot of frozen meals to eating more how you eat now?
0: Oh, I like and actually enjoyed being in the kitchen. I never mm-hmm. thought I did. Um, and that was, yeah, that was definitely eye-opening because I was like, no, I don't like cooking. I'm not cooking. We're gonna get <laughs> pickup tonight. Or I want pizza. But what I actually got in there and going back to making my wanting to make my food look nice, I actually was like, hey, wait a minute, I kind of enjoy this. I, I actually enjoy making a meal and you know putting my everything into it and then making it look nice when I put it on my plate.
2: Kelly, remember there's hope the, there's first... hope for you. I know that's that's why still... I'm, I'm, I'm so into this. I'm like, okay, I need to know what the very first thing you ever did. <laughs> so uh, you remember going from like frozen meals to making food look good and you know incorporating them into your WW? Lifestyle, do you remember like what the first kind of things you did were to make that switch?
0: Well, I know I started with a lot of like more baking than uh, donuts, definitely was probably one of the first things I was like, hey, I love donuts. Can I make these Weight Watcher friendly? And it was actually a lot easier than I thought. So, yeah, I definitely start. It wasn't until probably, I don't know, three to six months after that, I, I kind of, you know, I've got a thing going here and I want to start that I actually got more into actually making meals. Oh, well, I know my Taco Fiesta bubble up is definitely one of my best Ugh, recipes. Oh, that ups. And it's definitely my most popular one, too.
2: I'm not surprised.
0: <laughs> Everyone loves a good bubble up. <laughs> Do you want to so-
2: explain maybe what a bubble up is? Because I know it took me a few. Times when people were like, "You have to try her bubble and up." I still get asked what? today,
0: "What's a bubble up?" And I, honestly, yeah. it's just a term given to it because it's got the biscuits that you cut up, and they just kind of bake up, hence bubble up into the recipe, so into the casserole. And so it's just a term. There, I mean, bubble ups existed before I started my blog, so I wasn't mm-hmm. the I wasn't the creator behind bubble ups. Well, but, you
1: might as oh. well have been because <laughs> I, was, I didn't know that. I thought you were.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Bubble ups existed. So we're talking
1: about these bubble ups. I remember, I think I made the, I think there's like a chicken ranch bubble up that you have. Yeah. It's really, really tasty. It's got bacon, chicken, ranch. Um, and All I remember, pardon? All the major food groups. All the major food groups, <laughs> chicken, ranch and bubble up, right? It's got those biscuits and bacon. In bacon, I remember serving it to my husband and him being like, This is not a WW meal. Like he was just like shook. And I was like, Yes, it is. It's a WW meal. I mean, you create these recipes that are so tasty, but you make them in a way that if you if you portion them out, you know, they are really, really um smart point friendly and there's something that you can fit into your days. So, how big of a factor are smart points when creating your recipes? Do you and I I'm going to say this because you don't use a lot of like the, I'm going to call them like Franken foods. A lot of these like fake foods to make them lower (laughs) in points. Franken food, I like that, right? Like (laughs) you use these real, real ingredients.
0: That's one of the compliments I hear the most is that I love your recipes because you use real ingredients. You don't use like sugar substitutes. And Mm -hmm. that's basically because I, I just don't like them and my stomach doesn't like them. So, um, yeah, I, I, I avoid sugar substitutes and if, and if you're somebody that does use them, that's great, great for you. They just don't work for me. But, um, I mean, smart points definitely pay, play a factor because, you know, obviously I'm going to build a recipe that is going to have smart point friendly food in it for sure. So
1: Um, when you go to make a recipe, do you try to first figure out what the smart points would be, or do you make your recipe and then adjust based on what you're tasting?
0: No, I definitely play around with the smart points first. Um, sometimes I might see, I mean, I get, you know, inspiration from other recipes all the time. I'll see something floating on Facebook going, Oh my God, that looks deadly, but it's probably like a gazillion points. Uh How can I make it Weight Watcher friendly? And all of a sudden that becomes a challenge to me. So I'll lay out the recipe, how it is. And I'll be like, okay, well, this can easily be taken out and this can be reduced and this can be, and I can use this instead of this. So yeah, it's, it's, it definitely helps me to figure out the smart points first. And then, and because I don't want to make something and then I'm like, oh shoot, this is like 12 points of serving. That's right. probably
1: not good. So, <laughs> so what are some of your favorite food hacks that you've learned when you see a recipe that looks so delicious, but you figure it's going to be a lot of smart points. What are some of those hacks that you have incorporated into your recipes to lower the smart points? Can I say one that
2: I learned from you?
0: Yeah,
2: I'll never forget this. Actually, you were the first person. So we have met long time ago, but you're famous, so I don't, <laughs> I didn't expect you to remember that. But you were doing a cooking or a baking demo, and you used um, a little pre-served apple sauce cup, mm-hmm. and you were like, if you want a half cup, or maybe it was a quarter cup, I think it was a half cup, like just dump it, but yeah, the little,
0: little, they're third a cup third yeah cup,
2: third a, cup. a so, third cup and you're like but don't scrape it and then you'll get like close enough and I was like oh and it was instead of oil and I was so yeah, honestly yeah. you I thank you whenever I bake and I see oil I'm like yeah but you can if it's a third of a cup I can just put one of those sauce, the applesauces in so that's yeah. my favorite hack of yours <laughs> so thank you <laughs> no and it's a great one
0: and I, I those uh, two of my I mean best ones and it's a lot of it's when it comes down to baking is um a little can go a long way so like you might see a muffin recipe and it's calling for a cup of sugar like a cup of sugar that's a lot of points but if you reduce that to like a quarter cup you probably won't even notice like mm. it's really and then if you really need that sweetness just before they go in the oven just like sprinkle a little bit on top or a little bit of brown sugar or something because then when you bite into it you're still going to get that sugar but you've not used a cup of sugar and then like you said the oil like oils and butter can easily be replaced with applesauce mashed banana I mean, not everybody's going to, you know, it's not going to be for them because some people are like, Oh, I, this is too dense and it's not for me. And, and that's fine. But for most people, they can like substituting oils and butter for that. It works great. Works great. And you still get that good muffin at the end of the day. So
1: mm-hmm. my stomach was growling and I could hear it through my headphones.
2: <laughs> I was like, I can't tell you what you want to say something. <laughs> that was okay. funny. So I am so curious about what your favorite things are. So uh, I'm curious about your favorite sweet thing to make and what would your favorite savory thing be to make?
0: So a sweet thing, definitely my longtime banana s'mores. Um, I've been making those since I started this whole thing. Um, It was probably one of the first sweet things I made and uh still to this day i'll make it and post it and like people like oh my god that's so like genius how did you think of that blah blah blah. but and it's simple and that's just another way of saying like a little can go a long way right you take just a basic boring banana throw some marshmallow fluff and drizzle and graham cracker crumb on there and you it's like a really decadent dessert for two points Mm. so that's definitely my favorite sweet thing for sure
1: yeah you know that people are going to be scaring your instagram now for this for banana, <laughs> s'more. banana s'more, Hopefully,
0: yeah. I think I have like a thousand more likes in that a one. banana s'mores in their life.
1: I'm yeah. gonna go make a banana s'more to settle this, um, this hungry tummy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mine. Oh my gosh, I know it's rough talking to you. I'm so hungry for like s'mores and bubble ups right now. <laughs> and what
0: about savory? So, yeah, um, savory. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily, necessarily have a favorite recipe, savory wise. I'm a sucker for like a good charcuterie board, mm. um, but they're usually not <laughs> the best in points. We know cheese and salami and nuts and all that. But the, I mean, the one for, the, for me is that I never want to give up everything that I love. So mm. usually like once a month, I'll say to my husband, okay, it's Saturday night. We're having our charcuterie board tonight and I enjoy it. <laughs> and I, cause that's, to me, that's my savory because I'm definitely more of a sweets person. So, yeah, I don't really I don't really snack on a lot of savory stuff, to be honest. Yeah, that's OK. That's I mean, listen, a sweet tooth is. go right? Well, and that's just it. Every tooth in my mouth is sweet. <laughs> There's not I a savory it. one in there.
2: And listen, your sweets and your recipes have saved a lot of people and have made this program feel so livable. Right. So I'm sure a lot of people are happy to hear you say that and relate to that for
0: sure. And, it, and, it, and that's that's the rewarding part of all of this is just. When people tell me that, you know, oh, I love your recipes, and oh, you, I've lost this much thanks to your recipes, and it's just, it's mm. beyond humbling, beyond humbling. I mean, over the yeah. years, I've had emails come through and just messages on social media, and like some of them have brought me to tears. And it's, I didn't know, you know, this was the way things were going to go, but yeah, it's, it's definitely humbling. I love hearing from everybody too.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were looking at your Instagram as we often do, and we saw you have two hundred and forty thousand followers. Yeah. Right. And hearing you say that so many members, myself and Emily included, that have really been benefiting from you posting these things. Right. So, um, there's a few things that I absolutely love that, that you've been saying, right. Is that you look at a recipe of things that you love, and then you figure out sort of where to change it along the way so that you can still incorporate foods that, that you love. Um, if you had to give some advice to a member who, you know, wants to join or has joined and is struggling to figure out what to eat, what to make, how to make this plan work for them, what kind of advice would you give them?
0: Like I think I've said before, um, for me, i I never wanted to have to give up the things that I love, because I know if I did, it's just not gonna work for me. So I think maybe like making a list of all the foods that you like, and then going through that list and then thinking, okay, what what are some foods that I can maybe move to another list, and I'm okay just having those occasionally. And then see what you're left with. And then out off of that food, try and come up with meals, recipes, snacks, whatever around all those foods that you like. because if you're gonna eat meals, or make recipes that have foods that you're only making it because it's good in smart points. And it'll, you know, Oh, well then I can have this and this and this afterwards, you're eventually going to get bored at the yeah, end. And of then day, it turns into a
1: diet, right? Like exactly. then that's how our like diet mindset kind of comes in. And it yeah. sounds like you've broken that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. Because at the end of the day, I have to enjoy what I'm eating because mm-hmm. I know me, I've been through so many vicious cycles that if I'm not enjoying what I'm eating, I'm going to throw in the towel and I'm going to be at the closest fast food window ordering, (laughs) you know, something I shouldn't be ordering. So not saying that never to have that, but it's just, it's, yeah, I need to enjoy what I'm eating. So that's why I think it's best to just, yeah, come up with a list of everything you like and then just, you know, incorporate those foods that you like into the meals and recipes that you're eating it's a really hard
1: thing to do when we're first starting out, right? Because we've just taken this really big, scary leap. We've signed up for WW and it's like, okay, I have to change how I eat. And in Mm -hmm. the beginning, you're really, really motivated to cut out those foods. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is important to keep incorporating them because you don't want to get bored. You don't want to get burned out. You don't want this to turn into another diet that you end up quitting.
2: Oh, for and sure. how many lists have we made the opposite? Like, I know when I first joined, I was like, all right, and I'm joining WW. So now I have to go grocery shopping for like cauliflower and celery and, and, and broccoli.
0: Tea. And broccoli. <laughs> yeah. You know how many it's people good. tell me like, oh, I'm so like, they're literally eating chicken every day because it's zero points. I'm going yeah, yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Because then your mentality is just being like, okay, I'm so done with this. I'm tired of chicken. I'm going back to my regular way of mm-hmm. eating, which is yeah. not helping, you know, what ultimately what you want is, you know, to feel good and lose some weight. So.
1: I mean, what you have said is such like a good practical thing for members to do, but it also kind of falls into our technique that we're talking about this week because in our workshops and in our app, we are talking about strengthening our brains this week. So what it is, it's neuroplasticity, and this is the capacity for our brains to change based on what we do learn and experience. And for so many of us, The path is always been in our brain. We go on a diet, we restrict our food. We restrict all of those yummy chocolate drizzle sprinkles, all those things that Kate is talking about. We get bored, we get burned out, we quit. And that's like the way that our thinking goes. But what we're talking about here is trying something new, taking a new pathway. And once you take a new pathway, you're going to give yourself that confidence that says, I can take this pathway again. And then Mm -hmm. that old one that keeps taking you to that place that you've always been before is going to weaken and you're not going to take it as much. And it's not going to become as appealing because this new pathway is, is stronger and it makes you feel better. So this week I want all of the members. I want you, Kelly. I want you, Kate, to think about what paths do you automatically take in your day to day life? And then are these paths leading you away from your long-term goals or are they, you know, drawing you closer? Mm -hmm. And then if they're taking you further away from
2: your goals, what new paths could you build to get closer to those goals? And I think Um, the more you do those actions and habits, right. The stronger those paths become, right. And so when you start to break them, that starts to become stronger and you start to weaken those things that we don't want to be doing. So what kind of things can you do? that you want to do again so that those paths you know get stronger and our brain actually strengthens to want to do those things right. again and again and again. It's cool how these techniques are kind of
1: um I mean last month we talked all about habits and this month we're talking about you know getting stronger and that includes mentally and that you know so that relates to building these habits and breaking habits and I don't know I'm all about trying new things and I'm a firm believer in that old paths can't take you to new places. And if we want to go to new places, we have to take new paths. They might be really, really scary. They might be kind of full of prickles and high grasses, but once you get through that new path, you're going to see something pretty cool. And, um, I don't know, I challenge all of us to just try something new this week. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't agree more. It's a great challenge. So, I mean, Kate, when you joined WW, obviously you took a new path. You had said you had been on diets before where you had gone on this kind of restriction, this I'm cutting out all these foods I love and WW for you was that new path.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But like I said, I, I mean, I've been a WW member since 98, I think. hmm yeah, I'm old, (laughs) but, uh, it's been a long time, but I mean, prior to that, yeah, I tried everything that was out there, everything, but just the WW stuck with me because it was, I've never, I've never looked at it as a diet. It's just a lifestyle change.
1: Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us today, Kate. It has been an absolute honor meeting you and, um, I don't know, hearing all your inspiration here. Kelly, (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) We didn't ask you though, Kate, and I'm sure everyone wants to know what's for dinner
0: tonight. Oh, uh, you know what? It's funny. Um, my daughter, so my daughter, she's more picky than me, way more picky, (laughs) believe (laughs) it or not. Um, but every now and then she does ask for, uh, one of my recipes. So, well, it's kind of one of my recipes. I have Buffalo, uh, Buffalo chicken squares on my, uh, on my blog, which are awesome. I think I made them for Super Bowl last year. Um, she loves the filling inside as a dip. So that's actually what's on the menu tonight. Yummy. Oh, very cool.
1: And if you guys make Kate's Buffalo dip and you are looking for some chips to dip in it, we actually have a sale right now on the www.ca
2: shop. We have. My absolute favorite. Um, I'm sure anyone who's okay. to this podcast, before. I know
1: every single week Kelly talks about her ketchup chips. Ketchup okay, chips. you might. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I literally I, just ordered a whole case of them. So. I actually can't ketchup. believe this sale is out because I just spent so much money on the <laughs> www.ca shop. <laughs> Because I bought the ranch veggie sticks. I bought the sour cream and onion and I bought the nacho chips. And now I'm going to, no, I don't like the ketchup. I mean, it's good, but I like the other ones more. And the now I'm going to
0: take veggie it. sticks are my favorite.
1: Are they? I wonder if you could dip those in your Buffalo chicken.
0: Absolutely. Backup. You could. <laughs> Cause it's got the ranch, no, right? You know, I'm all delicious. about the ranch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys are wanting to get some chips to dip in her dip, then go to the www.ca slash shop. And you can get two crunchy snacks for $10. Use the code Crunch Yum at checkout. This ends May the 8th. Thank you again, Kate. This has been so fun. I know when we are done here, I'm going straight to your website to get some more inspiration.
0: If the members want to um, find some of your recipes, where can they find them? So thank you for having me. I truly do appreciate it. Um, and yeah, my website's www.drizzlemeskinny.com.
2: And the same on Instagram, if they're wanting to follow you on Instagram. Instagram is at
0: Drizzle Me Skinny. Yep.
1: Awesome. You're
0: going to have a lot more likes on your s'mores today. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Like I said, everyone needs a little s'mores in their life.
1: A little bit of s'mores and a little bit of ranch. Yes. And a little bit of sprinkles and drizzle. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I love it. And thank you everyone for joining us today. We will catch you next time. Bye. Take care.
2: Sometimes my mom shows up at my workshops and I'm like, you're going to have to leave. (laughs) Sorry. It's (laughs) distracting me.